You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What up? This is Myron, and you are listening to the Rye Bread and Mustard, a Mariners podcast. The Down on the Docks on the other side of the tracks, Die Bar style podcast, up and about the Seattle Mariners that you are listening to right here on the Odyssey app, or hey, wherever else you're getting that podcast action from. And if you're checking us out on YouTube, thank you for liking and subscribing wherever that wherever that little bubble will be. Thank you for clicking on that. It means a lot to our show right now. We're trying to build our uh, YouTube presence we really have not been there it's kind of just been a uh, a locker or um more like the the closet or the spare room that we just kind of throw stuff on up on there now now things are more produced more thought out we're putting some damn effort into it so go check it out that's the ribrid and mustard a mariners podcast youtube channel also if you like that gear, if you want to be down, if you want the street cred for rocking the rye bread, hit up at simply.core. That's at simply.core. You can find her on Etsy as well, or just hit her up on Instagram. All right. On today's show, Hanno and the Ninja and myself are talking a little bit about Mitch Garber. We have not talked. We've been on holiday. We've been on holiday vacation the last few days. So we're just kind of reconnecting, talking about that, talking about what people are saying. We're also talking a bit about like him versus what Tom Murphy would have cost and where we think that production is going to be this year. Uh, We're also talking about maybe some other trade smoke that we've heard out there that we're hearing out there on the rumor mill, out there on Reddit, out there, uh, wherever anybody is talking Mariners action, we are breaking it all down, soaking it in, and we're going to get into that right after this. Get ready to play hardball in the kingdom. Take me to the ball game. I want to see the ants. The Mariners are playing hardball. Did it again and again and again. Princess Tours, the vacation company, brings you the best show in baseball when the San Diego Chicken plays hardball with the Seattle Mariners and the Baltimore Orioles tonight in the Kingdom. So you got a Chicago Blackhawks uh, hat. You didn't get any uh, Mariners uh, gear over the uh, over the holiday weekend? No, I didn't this year. I mean... I mean, we got a present and a player, which is nice. But as far as gear of players, I mean, I just don't know who's remaining or who's going to remain. Yeah. So that was not on your Santa's list. I got a, I got a couple of Mariners gift cards. I got about $125 to the store and I got a Midsummer Classic uh, coffee cup here, black on black. Um, yeah. But, uh, 
I guess that's what went into the uh, payroll. Yeah, uh, you're lining John Stanton's pockets. Yeah, and he gets us, and in, in return, we get Mitch Garber. We haven't talked since that has happened. We also have the ninja here. What's going on? Yo, what's up, everyone? Well, you know what's up. We haven't talked since last week. We were enjoying our uh, Christmas Eves when uh, on the group text, you know, the uh, the news of the signing of World Champion, former world champion. No, he's a world champion right now. Former Texas Ranger Mitch Garber might know some of his work when he was on the Minnesota Twins as well. Signed him two years, $24 million. If you know your Ballard High School business math, that is $12 million a year. Um, he's going to be what primarily the DH emergency catcher, it seems like. Uh, what do you guys think of this, and what do you think it means? I mean, solid pick. Uh, it's nice to get a DH. Um, all for me, I mean, it all depends on uh, what's what's next. Uh, still need some more uh, bats, some more position players. I hope they just don't stand pat on this pick. Um, kind of reading around. Uh, this has taken up quite a bit, and it's getting near the uh, Mariner threshold, around 140, 150 million this year. So, it'd sure be nice if they could get another big time player, and uh, that would be a decent, successful offseason. What do you think? Oh yeah, you say right there. Yeah, getting close to that threshold. The reports are there's 20 million dollars to be spent. So. 12, 12 of it's gone, so there's only $8 million more to be spent. But I agree with you, there will be more. But uh, $12 million, we also had a catcher or backup catcher who could DH, who could hit in Tom Murphy. Did not bring him back. San Francisco signs him for, what, a third of this? Uh, how does What do you think about that, Ninja, when, when you dice it up that way? You know Rather sign somebody that's going to get a few more bats than what we upgraded. I think Mitch Garber is an upgrade over Tom Murphy, but is it worth the eight million plus extra to get just that little bit of extra, you know, OPS wins over replacement over the whole year? You know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, both of these guys have a track record of not playing a whole bunch of games in a season. Mitch Garber's plays a bit more, uh, but you know, the most he's ever played in a season is 102 games. So you're really banking on him to provide more than that. It seems like a very, uh, to me, a typical Mariners off season signing or acquisition by Jerry DePoto and in, in this, uh, particular group of uh mariners front office people oh meaning it's kind of second tier in the whole dh scheme of things and money wise and just banking that you're gonna get more games played or you're gonna get more of something than what you it feels like you're paying for right now yeah yeah i mean you're right only 100 games and kind of where he's at in the lineup and what you expect from him to produce. Uh, yeah, we need, we need him to be healthy. No doubt. I think the max at bats he got 
in a year is like 300, 350. So I think to get our money's worth, he's going to have to get like 500 at bats. He's going to have to have the most of his games played in his career and stay healthy. Let's see. Yeah, I think the two stats that that stuck out were he's over over 31 in at um, T-Mobile Park. Another one is his batting average when he's catching versus when he's DHing. I think is they said something like 90 points higher. He hit, hit 290 when he was a catcher, something like that, and hits 200 as a DH. So those are two things that concern me. That is concerning, but if you what you lean into, hey, this is your job at DH. Maybe it's a little bit different than uh, you know. DHing on a day that maybe you're sore as hell from catching a couple of back-to-back games. But uh, as far as the at-bats, um, in his career, yes, the most at-bats he has seen in a year was in 2019, um, 359 at-bats. But in those 359 at-bats, he had 31 jacks. So uh, that that is something that I would like to see if we can get somewhere around there with like, I would be happy with him. What four hundred and fifty at bats? That would that would be what you'd want to see to five hundred. It's uh you know against a replacement DH that we could assign for twelve million, <clears throat> JD Martinez. Yeah, I mean this trade, right handle this absolutely pretty much, uh, gets rid of that JD Martinez dream here in Seattle. Oh, absolutely. I mean. He would have been making what uh, Garver's making in two years. He'd be making it in one year at least, maybe, you know. And, uh, you know, it's a turn of the page of the new year. And Ninja said he's 0 for the season in T-Mobile Park. I'm going to look at it that the Mariners starting pitching is pretty darn good. So I want to look at it positive. It's a new year coming up. So that's how I'm going to look at it. it. It's not the park. It was the pitchers at the park that are so good, those Mariner pitchers. I guess if you if you're going and you look up his stats from last year and you and you look at them, he last year's season was his most productive season since 2019. Um so you know in between 2019 where he hit 273 and had 359 at bats there's a 247, a 256, a 207 in 2022, but then a big bounce back with 270 last year. That's a rock star in Major League Baseball now at 270. Yeah, so that's quite quite a bounce back. Uh, I think last year he had a knee injury. Um, so maybe with him just switching over to being like, hey, primary DH, uh, emergency catcher or what emergency first baseman uh this is this is going to be your dh yeah i mean for a start it's solid like i mentioned and if we add on to it 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 definitely helps out this lineup i mean it improves this lineup but it really would improve it if we get a, a bona fide you know next notch or two up above him to supplement this team um and then it's not so bad i have a little project well once again edgar martinez is using eagle hardware's incredible selection of brand name power tools for its latest project 
And uh, here's a surprise. Uh, for once, it's not a bat. Oh, it is a bat. It's a light bat. Eagle Hardware and Garden. More of everything. Yeah, and, and as far as Tom Murphy, I know there's been reactions of like, well, why didn't we just re-sign Tom Murphy? You know, he's making a third of the money. Uh, he's got a good bat. Uh, has the uh, the injury history like Garber, but to be honest, when right now when you're looking up when you're looking up and comparing Tom Murphy and him, we're talking like Tom Murphy's only ever played the most games he ever played was 97, and that was in 2021. Um, so this guy's played five more games in his. Uh, record-breaking, uh, <laughs> career-breaking season of games played, but in between, in between there, besides that ninety-seven, you know, Tom Murphy, as far as when he was on the Mariners, seventy-five, fourteen, and forty-seven. So this guy plays twice as much as Tom Murphy, if not three times as much. Even though, so I guess maybe that's probably it. But it seems like Tom Murphy's. Also, still going to be getting behind the plate, which I know, Hanno, you're not worried about that, missing that. No, I mean, he definitely improved on his handling of the pitchers. Like I told you and mentioned it before, I'll mention it again that a couple years ago, he had all those plays at the plate where he dropped the ball on the nice candy hop from the outfielder. So it kind of soured me, but he, he will be missed. He definitely helped the team when he was in there with his bat. I mean, last year, when he came back, uh, he kind of jump-started the offense at some points, and then, unfortunately, he went down and it actually um, handcuffed the Mariners as far as their lineup then. Yeah, when he when he went down, he was hitting 290, had eight home runs, and I want to say almost all of those came in like a one-month period because it was there was a long time he was waiting to get hold on to that Triton, uh, it seemed like to me, and... Um, I, I think he it took him a while even to get an extra base hit. But uh, as far as when I'm looking at Tom Murphy and Mitch Garber, if I had to pick between the two, just straight up on their ability uh, to hit and to play and experience, I would easily Mitch Garber. Uh, the only thing that's got me, you know, kind of giving it that look is the amount of money that we only have to spend versus uh, – what the guy's getting. I'm not against what he's getting. It's how much we spent on this guy of what is there, but maybe there's more there than we, than we think, or there is going to be more than we think. You got something? Well, I'm looking at Zebby Zavala's stats right now and his career, 176 games, his career batting average is 210 with 14 home runs, you know? So that's, I think that's more like almost a whole season. So he, he's going to have to improve on that, or he's probably not going to be a major league catcher. He, his defense would have to be really good. So maybe just signing a Mitch Garver is, you know, in case Zebby Zavala doesn't work out. <laughs> yeah, all, all these guys are all, little about, all about the same age. Zebby Zavala is the youngest. I went 30 years old, so he'll be 31. Um we got Tom Murphy's 32. I believe he'll turn 33 in the next season. Maybe he's just going to be 32. And uh, Mitch Garber will be 33. 
So they're all pretty much in that same age range, especially when they've all been behind the dish. Yeah, I mean, with Cal, you don't want to see anybody really taking over for him. You want his bat and his defense in there, but uh, you also don't want to run him down like we've seen before, too. So, And he takes a beating back there. Yeah, I think also to the instant reaction about this when it was on Christmas Eve and Mariners fans have been waiting for this big, big signing and still have those Cody Bellinger dreams or uh, we've been talking about Josh Naylor where this trade kind of, I don't know, kind of hamstrings that a a bit, it seems like, because unless you're going to move Ty France. Uh, But... uh, as far as adding to the offense and to the lineup, yeah, the lineup's better. I mean, the guy had better numbers than Tom Murphy. He provided more than Jared Kelnick. Played about the same amount of games. We're just talking straight offense. Uh, not quite Teoscar Hernandez, but not as many games. When you lost Teoscar Hernandez and you lost uh, Gino Suarez, you lost games played, you lost at bats from them staying healthy. And that's just something that you have to keep in mind on, on these guys being signed. Ladies and gentlemen, a very funny man. Please welcome from Seattle, Jay Buner. Here's one for you. Horse walks into a bar. Bartender says, hey, why the long face? Here's one for you. Aren't you glad he decided to play right field for the Mariners instead? But you talk about other free agents that the Mariners might be or were um, rumored right before Christmas. There was Reese Hopkins. Reese Hopkins, right? Hopkins. Reese Hopkins. Oh, Hodgkins. Is it Hodgkins? <laughs> Reach Hoskins. Right. You know who we're talking. The guy for he's in Philly. Was in Philly, but he also missed all the last year. Where for me, I Hoskin, yeah, Reese Hos- uh, Hoskin, H O S K I N, Reach Hoskins, not Reach, Reese, <laughs> Reese Hoskins, no S on the end, Reese Hoskin. Okay, already I don't want the guy, <laughs> uh, Reese Hoskin. There you go. All right, the Mariners before Christmas were uh interested in Reese Hoskin. As far as uh, we said, oh, that that name's too much. It's either Reese Hoskins, Reese Hopkins. It's Reese Hoskins. Roy Hoskins. Roy Hoskins. Uh, bottom line is uh, another corner, first base type, uh, DH. This kind of, I don't know, kind of also, I think pours a little water on that flame or a lot of water on on that on that hot stove topic with this signing it you would if you made signing with him and you sign mitch garber you're also signing two guys that have an injury history or coming off of injuries and that's something i would like to steer clear stay clear of yeah i mean i'm with you but like you mentioned the mariners way is always to go out and get these guys after a down year and try to get them you know at their price it would sure. be nice to go after a guy that, you know, had a great season and pay a little extra, but that's just not how it works for the American organization. But it just seems like, you know, Hopkins, 
would be a nice addition free agent but with a little money we have left it almost feels like if another move is to be made do you do you feel it's going to be via the free agent or it seems like it might have to be a trade i think something of some big significance is going to have to come from the trade small things that maybe we're not even thinking of probably from the free agent route. And let's remember there wasn't a lot out there in the first place in this off season. I think there's still a lot more out there and we should trade uh, some prospects and probably get rid of one of our pitchers and, and probably try to sign another free agency. I think Hos uh, Hoskins, there's an S in the end. Hoskins. Got, okay. Yeah. yeah. I told you we got a hey. case of the, the name's too difficult to remember. No. Uh, I, right. I, I would love to sign this guy. He's got a career positive war. That's awesome. He plays the outfield too. He's a right, a right-handed bat with a little bit of power. He fit in. He, he could fit in. And I'd like yeah, to see, yeah. like, like to see a free agent. But then you also got to make make another trade or another couple trades. I think also. So the answer would be both. I'd like to see three three more transactions happen. You look at you look at Rice Hoskins and. <laughs> You look at Rice Hoskins. You look at Reese Hoskins. There it is. You look at Reese Hoskins, and like we said, most people know, but if you don't, he didn't play all last season. Yeah. So let's just go back to his most recent season, which is 2022 30 home runs, 79 RBIs, trip to the World Series, 169 strikeouts. Um, it's no 200, but that's uh, it, this guy does have quite a bit of a whiff rate. I don't know how he is in the field versus a Teoscar Hernandez, but when you're looking around like 30 home runs and 80 RBIs with uh, a bit of a less, less of a whiff rate here, and um, you know, but the batting average is similar. Um, would you would this be an upgrade to you over Teo Hernandez? I think Teo was a better hitter. He is a better hitter. So, I mean, come down to defense, and I don't I think they're about even. So, I mean, I'd definitely rather have Teo. I mean, I really don't have a preference. I know he's another piece, just like Teo's a piece to me. Um, it, it would just add, like, to this Garver signing, and you, you need hitting. You needed hitting even before you got rid of everybody and took two steps back, and you've kind of taken a half step forward. Um, go get somebody. I don't, and the other thing I was going to say about him versus Teo, just a, a plus side in Reese's uh, column is he also can play first base. Teo is a corner outfielder with declining outfield skills, probably going to be more of a DH, I would assume, in a couple more years uh, where at least if you have Reese Hoskins here, you also have the option of moving or doing something with Ty France, or at least that conversation can can happen if you if you do land this guy. Yeah, it might make sense for him to coming off injury, being a free agent, looking just for a one year deal to kind of prove himself again and get that nice big payday. It might work in favor for the Mariners. Yeah, we're a two-year deal with a club option, something like that. There's not many free agents like this out there that are still available. 
really only a handful. So, yeah, but I do think, yeah, that's a good point, though, Hanno. If you could get him on some sort of deal like uh, Cody Bellinger last year, and, uh, you know, maybe the player has the option. I don't know. But you're definitely going to have to figure something out, probably, to fit him in within the budget of what's left reportedly. Young Randy Johnson's neighbors could see his fastball coming. But Randy was our paper boy, and every afternoon he'd ride his bike down the street whipping papers. Even then he threw 70 to 80 miles an hour. One day he beamed the family cat Whiskers. Whiskers survived, but he's never been the same. I think we all can agree here or want to agree here. The trade route is where we are going to see uh, somebody huge, somebody that's going to be a headline. It's going to come from the trade route versus uh, a free agency. Um, with that being said, here's some names that you're hearing, you know, whether you listen to Morosi, who, who always says that we're in on everybody uh, or <laughs> passing or, or or anything. I love that meme of where it's it's Tom Brady with his rings, and it's like if Jeff, if there was uh, rings given out for uh, as many times as the Mariners have been in on something, from, according to Jeff Passan, um, or maybe it was Morosi. Either two, there those two I'm sure are it's Morosi. probably Morosi. They're in on him. One of the one of the trades uh, that uh, the, the three that have kind of been circulating around there that the Mariners could be in on are uh, Willie Adamas, Jonathan India, and Yandy Diaz. If you could get one of those three. Oh, for me, it's an easy pick. It's Adamas from Milwaukee. That guy's good. Yeah, and he's a shortstop. Are they thinking of moving him to second or? You know, second or third. Or him, he plays shortstop, and I think oh, third, third, that's JP true. Yeah, I was hearing he could go to, um, he could play third also. And we need that infielder right now. We got two weak spots at second and third. We need to fill those gaps. I liked him, and I think he was an all star. You know, I, I always like to watch him play. He stuck out, so I was like, man, absolutely a former um, um, Devil Ray who got traded to them and really took off with Milwaukee, like you mentioned. Yeah, I, I out of these three, Willie Adamas would be would be the guy I'd go for. I mean, he can play second base. He can play at third base. I mean, Rojas and Arias, having them as your second baseman and, and third baseman uh, right now isn't going to be what you're going to see in spring training. But again, this guy would be a another one of those flexibility guys that can play multiple positions. Kind of fill, fits right in with what the Mariners, you know, say they want to do as far as, as the flexibility angle. Yanni Diaz is no slouch with the bat either. No, I mean, I would take. Let me just say this: I would take all three of these. But if I had to take one, it would probably be Willie, just because of the pop. Diaz had 330 with 22 and 78 last year. Pretty good. And if you look at Yandy's, yeah, wow. Now it comes down to Yandy's contract, though. Uh, Yandy this season is going to make six. 
Ernie made six yeah. last. He's he's in his uh he's gonna make eight this year. Uh projected to make ten. Uh club option uh twelve million in twenty twenty six. So as far as his contract, that that sounds fucking nice. It, it'll take a pitcher like Ninja was saying to go get a guy like him. I think it would take a picture to get any any of these three. If we go over to John uh, Jonathan India, uh, second baseman, what twenty twenty one rookie of the year. Uh, this year is going to be his first arbitration year, three point two. Um, but you would have club control with him until twenty twenty seven. Yeah. I, I definitely, the, those other two I would rather have than him personally. So you're saying Willie Adamas would be your third choice? No, India would be my third choice. Wow. Yeah, looking at, at Yandi, I didn't realize he had such a, um, a good year last year. You know, he's in a... 600 plate appearances. He only struck out 94 times and hit 330. So Yeah, he's a very, very solid player. Sixth in MVP voting. Here's why I think Willie Adamas would, you'd get, it would not take as much though to get him is after this year, he's an unrestricted free agent. So you'd be just paying a base salary at like 13 and a half. So maybe you don't have to give up Woo. You don't have to give up Miller per se. Uh, or just the one year. Yeah, it could be maybe a Hancock, a guy that hasn't proven as much in the bigs, possibly. Who knows? Mr. Buner, will you play Pepper with me? I can't, son. It's against the rules. How many times have you heard that? Hi, I'm Ken Griffey Jr. When I'm not running the bases, I'm running for president. Vote for me, and I promise to erase every no pepper sign in America. Mr. Griffey, will you play pepper with me? Sure, kid. Could you help me out with some swing shakes? Oh, yeah, I guess. A shoe under every foot in a pepper game in every backyard. I think Ken Griffey is spending too much time on the field, not enough time on issues like the flat tax. No pepper? I say yes to pepper. Look, pepper was outlawed for a reason. It tears up the turf. You know how big this thing was? Look at this. Pepper man, and right under there, Korean War ends. The man don't want you to play pepper. You gonna listen to the man? If you outlaw pepper, only outlaws will play pepper. So where does the candidate stand on real issues, like the flat tax? I mean, if they're so smart in Washington, why don't they have a baseball team? Baseball without pepper is like baseball without baseballs. Hey, anyone can champion pepper. It takes a real man to champion the flat tax. It's pepper that people want. They don't care about the minimum wage, the flat tax. They want pepper, and they want it now. Pepper to the people, man. Land of the free? Why can't I play pepper? Jefferson should have said life, liberty, pepper in the pursuit of happiness, but it just didn't sound right. But that's what they meant to say. I know that. And where does this moose stand on the flat tax? All right. Well, all right. Well, that's our episode. Uh, welcome to the Mariners, Mitch Garber. Pending, you've asked your physical by now. Uh, I believe you have, because um, we need you healthy. Uh, you know, we'll help keep our eyes on what is going on with the trades, and we'll be back to talk about it when. Well, if you like and subscribe, you know, you're never guessing. Um, 
but uh, hopefully everybody had a good um, holiday weekend and is preparing for the new year. Hopefully we'll see you down at the uh, tracking game, the NHL Classic down at T-Mobile Park. Look for the rye bread and mustard people. We'll have some swag with us if you find us in there. Um, maybe we'll be back this week and we'll see how it goes. We're just enjoying our, our holiday and soaking in the Mitch Garber vibes and yes, yeah, sitting here wondering, uh, when the rest of those gifts are going to show up or, uh, if anybody has gotten something off, uh, offer up from Jerry DePoto, uh, but we'll be here if shit happens, we're ready to go. Um, again, thank you for liking, subscribing and all that shit. And if you want that street gear, you want to be down want that street cred for rocking the rye bread hit up at simply.cora on etsy but also get hit up on instagram get your order through there anyways piano you know what time it is Ciao.